Hello, good morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is December 23rd. Ooh, it's getting so close to Christmas. I want to dedicate today's podcast to my daughter, Nicole. Oh my God, this girl, whoo, she just gives love so abundantly. And I also want to give a shout out to Kathy at the post office. And she was an absolute angel and doll today. Okay, let us pray. That's what we came to do. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. The key to happiness isn't only being loved, it is also in having someone to love. If you really want to be happy, find somebody to love. If you want to put a smile on God's face, then find a person who is hurting and help them. He determined to help someone by being determined. Be creative. Lead a revolt against living in a religious rut where you go to church and go home and go back to church, but you're not really helping anybody. Don't just sit in church pews and sing hymns. Get involved in helping people who are hurting. Remember the words of Jesus. I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in. Naked and you did not clothe me. I was sick in prison and you did not visit me. Then they all will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and didn't minister to you? Then he will answer them saying, Assuredly, I say to you inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. Trust in him. Jesus said ministering to others ministers to him. Trust his life on earth to be an example of how you should live your life going about doing good for others in need. Amen. You can always have peace. Exodus 14, 14 says, The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace and remain at rest. The devil relentlessly attempts to steal everything God has provided for his children through Jesus Christ. Peace is one of the biggies. It is one of the things he works extra hard to prevent us from enjoying. Remember, we have peace. Jesus provided it, but we must appropriate it. That means to take it and use it for our own use. The devil does everything he can 
to keep us from doing so, beginning with deception. He wants us to think that peace is not possible, that it is not even an option. When we have a challenging situation, the devil says, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And we frequently don't know what to do. Nevertheless, the devil pressures us for answers that we don't have. He tries to make us believe it is our responsibility to solve our problems when the word of God clearly states that our job as believers is to believe, not to solve our own problems. We believe and God works on our behalfs to bring answers that meet our needs. A good example appears in Exodus 14. The Egyptians were pursuing the Israelites. All the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and army were in pursuit of God's people. When the Israelites found themselves stuck between the Red Sea and the Egyptian army, it seemed hopeless. They could see no way out. So naturally, they became fearful and upset. They began to complain and make accusations against their leader, Moses. Well, Moses told the people, fear not, stand still. Be firm, confident, undismayed, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians you have seen today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace and remain at rest. It may have sounded foolish to the Israelites to stand still and hold their peace and remain at rest, but that was God's instruction to them. It was their way to deliverance. When we remain peaceful in tumultuous circumstances, it clearly shows that we are trusting God. Don't say, God, I trust you, if your actions show otherwise. Trust God with your words and actions. Rest in his peace and he will deliver you. Amen. Oh my God, Steve. <laughs> Can you believe that passage? Why does everything hit home with me? God is good. Stay right there. Be right back with more prayers. And In Touch Magazine, remember that? <laughs> They're talking about Christmas giving. Why do we give gifts at Christmas? When we were children, presents were the highlight of the season. And for some of us, the joy of giving and receiving gifts has not waned. Some people wonder what all this has to do with the celebration of Christ's birth. But there is a connection. Although nothing came wrapped in paper, 
the occasion was marked by extravagant generosity. God gave his only begotten son. This was the greatest gift ever given because his precious son was the only one who could die as a sacrifice for our sins. Mary gave her body and reputation. When the angel told her she would bear the Son of God, Mary responded, May it be done to me according to your word. Although this was a glorious privilege, it also included the loss of her reputation. Her engagement to Joseph was binding as marriage and to be found pregnant before the actual ceremony would have been scandalous in the people's eyes. The shepherds gave a testimony. After hearing the birth announcement from the angel and seeing the newborn Messiah, they couldn't keep the news to themselves. They told everyone what they had heard and seen. The Magi gave gifts and worship. Having traveled a long distance to find this new king of the Jews, they fell to the ground in worship and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Although materialism and commercialism have hijacked the tradition of gift giving to some degree today, we must also remember the true generosity that is at the heart of Christmas. I love that. Generosity is at the heart of Christmas. Amen. God's purpose for your life says John 14, 9. He who has seen me has seen the Father. Today, stop for a moment and consider what with the birth of Jesus, God himself has come to earth as a man. That means that in Jesus, we have a glimpse of what our creator and sustainer looks like. Of course, we do not see the full scope of who he is because the King of Kings has emptied himself, taking the form of a bond servant. But we have the privilege of seeing him interacting with people teaching, healing, feeding them, and even dying on the cross to save us all. What we see in Jesus is so telling. He did not compliment the religious leaders for their outward appearance of piety. Rather, he praised the centurion for his genuine recognition of Christ's authority. While the Roman soldiers were putting nails in his hands and feet, Jesus forgave them, recognizing that they do not know what they are doing. That is our God, our loving, forgiving, and concerned more with our spiritual health than on what we look like from the outside. So as you read about Jesus today, think to yourself, this is how God would interact with me. And then take comfort in how wise and compassionate he truly is. Jesus, thank you that through your earthly life, 
I see how you interact with me as my God. You are worthy of praise. Amen. Amen. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray. Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family and friends. I love them, everyone. And at the ending of each day, I will praise my father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. Stay with us and we'll be back with Lifetime. And here's the Lifetime Prayer. Dear Father, help me to take time to think today for it is the source of power. Help me to take time to play today, for it is the secret of perpetual youth. Help me to take time to read, for it is the foundation of wisdom. Help me to take time to pray today, for it is the greatest power on earth. Help me to love and be loved, for it is a God-given privilege. Help me to take time to be friendly today, for it is the road to happiness. Help me to take time to laugh today, for it is the music for your soul. And dear God, most importantly, Help me to take time to give today because it is so important to you. Amen. Prayers from the wilderness. Close your eyes and bow your head. Father, please do not allow me to become absorbed and overwhelmed with financial stress this Christmas season. I know you are my provider. Let me pray, have faith, and allow you to supply my needs and the desires of my heart. In spite, of, in spite of what my physical eyes see, improve my spiritual vision. I desire to see the fullness of your grace for this problem. Kingdom thinking and assurance is the only way to defeat any financial strife. Your system is different from the world's strategy, so please continue to give me the faith to speak your word and take authority over any situation. Though I need increase, 
Help me to remember I must be a blessing to others. Nothing belongs to me. When I see people in despair about their expenses, let me show compassion and concern in a, in a tangible way. Give me the heart of a cheerful giver. Allow me to bless family and friends who freely give to me. When I'm approached about the financial difficulties of others, help me to sacrifice some of my wants to provide for some of their needs. And as I seek you, please help me to remember my answered prayers are proof of your care and concern. Father, please do not permit my impatience and concerns about finances replace the awareness of your grace. Remind me to recall the many occasions in which you blessed me with a sudden breakthrough in spite of my needs, also place a kingdom objective for increased finances in my heart, one that is clearly for your glory. As you bring manifestation of my prayers, make me aware of the testimony I need to give to others and the praise of thanksgiving I should offer to you. Lord, I pray that in this season, my mind will be fixed on you as my provider, my peace, and my hope. Every day I lift my prayers to him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Philippians 4.19 my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. There was someone that once told me about a book and uh, they said the, they think that the book is the answer to all problems. And the name of the book is Let Go and Let God. The author speaks about releasing oneself to God and about the importance of getting calm and meditating. I began to try this and I decided not to force God to help me, which I really couldn't do anyway, and released myself to him. The results were immediate. I stopped taking medications and within days I felt a little better. I continued to pray for release. Day after day I found myself getting stronger. Within a few days the headaches were gone and that was three months ago and I haven't had a hint of a headache since. I often wondered what happened to this woman and there was a moment of insight when she realized that the prayer she had prayed for years was not the right one for her. She learned how to pray the right prayer for her life and her life was changed. Right prayer changes lives. So that is how it is when we release ourselves to God. We let go we let God 
And when we release ourselves to him and let him direct our lives, we do so much better. Do you want to change your life? Well, prayer is what makes a difference. And that reading is from Dr. Arthur Caliandro. Heavenly Father, help us always to be open to the influence of your spirit so that our prayers will be the right ones for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Remember that Jesus loves you. I do too. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.